Welcome back to another episode of Meredith with a Y. I am your host, Meredith Willits. And today I have my lifelong friend, Nicole, here talking about gastric bypass and Manjaro and whatever else of the things that she's been working on her whole life. And I'm super excited to end this series on her. So stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today we are going to go deep changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Hello, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here. I've been anticipating you being on the show um, throughout this whole series. So thank you so much for making time for us this morning. Thank you. So thank you so much for having me here. Appreciate it. And I love so much. So just so you guys know, Nicole and I have been friends since what sophomore year in high school. So a long freshman freshman year, year, a long, long time. (laughs) And um, Nicole is just one of these people who inspires me and inspires people all around her to just really, I think, own who they are. Like, no matter who you've ever been, no matter how you've ever showed up, you've always shown up authentically. And so I'm super excited for you to share your story with people watching today or listening on the podcast, um, because you have not had the easiest go when it comes to losing weight. So if yes. you can just kind of like give everyone like a, a recap of what's gone on in your life with regard sure. to losing weight. Yes, yes. First of all, you can tell that we've been friends forever. We we didn't even know we're wearing similar colors and red lipstick. I think it's funny. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Didn't even know. Um, yeah. I mean, struggled with my weight my entire life, have lost hundreds of pounds through my whole life, found it every time, <laughs> um, have done every diet, had gastric bypass. I've tried every single thing I can to be able to, you know, have a healthy lifestyle and be able to what quote unquote would feel like a normal person. And Mm -hmm. being someone who deals with weight issues, um, you just, it's amazing to you that other people, and it's probably the same thing if someone has another issue in their life, which I think it's so easy, like, okay, if you can't just quit smoking or just quit drinking or, or whatever it is that that person deals with, it seems so easy unless you're that person. And for me, it's even more amazing to most people because typically pink people think who people who are overweight, especially, especially someone who's, you know, more overweight than just a few pounds, you know, someone who's dealing with a, a, you know, a hundred pounds, possibly overweight. I think the society looks at people that way, makes judgments on that. And they think, you know, we're lazy or that we, you know, must eat unhealthy. And I mean, most of my family and friends are like, I don't really do much different. It's just my struggle that I've gone through. And so, like, like you said, I've tried a lot of different things and, um, you know, Still, still working on it now. The last, the last year, I've I've lost sixty pounds again. So we're we're back on track again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that is that is true. Like, if you're a closet smoker or you drink socially, right? Like, no one can see that when you're walking around at the mall. Yes, and I've and- always 
thought that. Yes. And also too, one thing you and I have discussed um, is when you quit smoking or quit drinking or quit whatever the thing is, that's okay. You quit. But when it comes to food, you can't quit food. Exactly. And that's the, the two things you hit right the nail on the head. First of all, if I have an issue with food or food is something that is, you know, causing me to, you know, have, you know, some weight issues, I, it's like I have to walk around with a sign that says Nicole has weight issues because I can't, my addiction's right out there. I mean, you could be a gambler or you could be a closet smoker or you could be a closet drinker. No one would know, but right. that's something I have to walk around. Sorry, ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But um, the, and the other thing too, like, like you stated that, um, not only do you I have to, to eat, yeah, walk around with it. I'm faced with it. Like constantly, you know, we all do it, whether it's the holidays or, you know, it's every time of the year, there's something going on. It's Valentine's day. Oh, and then it's spring and summer and fall. It's, there's just always a reason for people to, you know, what do you do? Let's get together for dinner. Or let's, you know, yeah. food is a big part of, especially as Americans, as part of our life. And so that's what makes the struggle even harder to face because you can't just, if you don't, if you don't want to drink anymore, you just don't have to be in that surrounding. Or if you don't want to smoke, you just don't have to be around that surrounding. But as a person who deals with food, it's always there. (laughs) Well, one thing I've noticed too, is um, my whole life growing up, you know, and being an adult, being a mom, it's you sit down, you have dinner, you eat what everyone else does. And if you don't, it's like, what's wrong? Why aren't you eating? Don't like it? hungry. And then you go, Oh, I had a lunch. Whereas now, like, you know, that when I hit my fifties and I'm like, I'm sick of eating because everyone else is hungry. I'm sick of sitting down. Like I mentioned here many times, sometimes I'll have like, you know, what they are referring to on social media as girl dinner, which is like an apple and peanut butter. And (sighs) I'm not like my son who's, you know, 12 and eating everything in the house. He's like, mom, why are you starving yourself? And I'm like, I'm not. I've been eating all day. A, you might not have been there for it. Or B, I'm not a growing person anymore. I need little calories. Like it's exactly a few calories I need to survive. I'm in the same boat for sure. Yeah. The older we get, the less calories we can, you know. Yeah. So it's like you're you're screwed if you overeat and you're screwed if you undereat or eat what you want. That's not a three-course meal. It sucks. You're still judged. I know you would agree with me. And also being a woman, we're way more judged than men are. People don't judge men for being overweight. People don't pick on men for how much they eat or they don't eat. They're just not scrutinized and judged the same way that women are. And, you know, a woman will a lot of times date a man who has, you know, who's overweight and there's nothing said about it. But a man would not overdate an overweight woman, even if she was pretty. It's that's just it's such a stigma that, you know, you have to live by. Yeah, it's so like I had a gal on two weeks ago and she said it doesn't matter how we show up in our bodies, we're still judged. It's still never yes. good enough. You Correct. Know? And it's it's so true. Hold on. Um, so one thing I did want to discuss um is your gastric bypass journey because Which is something I don't talk about, just so you know. So you're lucky you're such a good friend because I really a lot of people probably been watching now that if, if any of my friends are watching. I, it's not something I go around and advertise. Yeah, I don't well, really, I've... I don't really say it because I'm like, it did not turn out in the end good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
at one point I got back to where I was before gastric bypass. So it's more like also like an embarrassment thing of like, I did this and I failed. So I really just don't share a lot of it with people. So that's definitely something that maybe I need to do. Maybe it was something that'll be, you know, healing for me, but it's definitely not something I normally, normally talk about or share. Well, one thing I will say for myself is you're as sick as your secrets for my, for me anyways. And so sometimes it's like, this is really uncomfortable, but some, like you said, sometimes it can be cathartic for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, you know, there, I just had Janet on, um, and her daughter just had gastric and she's doing very, very well. Well, good for Um, her. That's but good, good for good. her. Everyone has their own journey, but I think, right. I think that your journey is really important to share because yeah, of I, I all would, the all the complexities that have happened as far as afterwards. So, yeah. So you know, if there's maybe someone watching today that would be considering it, and you know, want to get more knowledge or what someone that did it, you know, their experience with it. For for me personally, I wish I never did it. And I, you know, if you, if anyone is considering it, um, it's a tool just like any other thing that you're going to do with weight loss. It's, it's not going to work forever. I mean, I had it and I eventually was able to put the weight back on. So you have to look at it. You have to, if you have to, if you're going to do it, you have to go in with a mindset just like you would with anything else. It's not going to just magically change things for you. It's like a person that goes into rehab. And they can do great on rehab and then they get out of rehab and they go down that path again. It's the same thing. It gives you that rehab where you can't eat for a certain period of time. But if you go back and start breaking all the rules, I mean, you can just go back to exactly how you were. So uh, for me, it was, I mean, it worked. It works for a lot of people. I mean, I lost, I lost probably a total at the time of 130 pounds and yeah. Looked fantastic, felt fantastic, but slowly over time, I had gastric bypass over 20 years ago. So it was a yeah. really long time ago, 22 years ago, something like that. It was, it's been a while since I had it. So you're talking 20 years. And if you put 10 pounds on a year, it wasn't like I all of a sudden got back like, oh, wow, all of a sudden she's back. But no, slowly over time, not being as healthy, not exercise. You know, I mean, I've yo-yoed up, down, up, down for like ever. But the biggest part about it that you don't realize when you're having it is I've had health issues from it, meaning I can't absorb things. I've had low iron. I've had to have a blood transfusion before. Um, I had to have my gallbladder removed. I still can't absorb things um, when it comes to nutrition, nutrients. So your body does not absorb vitamins and minerals the same way like other people's do because of the gastric bypass. And then now you're having health issues because you're not absorbing your vitamins and minerals. Correct. And so, and it's, and it's just, a, I mean, it's constant with it's whether it's iron, whether it's B12, whether it's magnesium, anything, you know, it's really hard because you can't digest that stuff or you know, like you said, you can't get the nutrients from it. And then you're constantly battling that. So for me, personally, I wish I would have picked a different path. So do you think it's because they didn't fix the underlying core issues that caused you to, you know, overeat or be hungry? Because now you're taking the Manjaro, which is that's what I was going to transition to. So 
I've been on Monjuro this last year on and off because I don't know how many the listeners are aware. It's a very, very expensive drug. Yeah. And I had lost my job last year. And when I lost my job, I couldn't be on it. And then I had to fight with insurance to get back on it. I'm not diabetic. I never had diabetes and I'm not diabetic. So this year I've been on it and I've been off of it because of insurance. Um, but I am like back on it right now. Um, second week back on it again. But like we talked about before, I've done gastric bypass. I've tried every pill known to man. I've tried every diet known to man. And it was the first time. So people always say, you know, <clears throat> they used to, you know, people used to always say to me, well, you have an addiction. It's a dick. And I'd like, I really, me personally would think it's not so much an addiction. It's not because I, I don't sit down and eat a dozen donuts or, right. you know, a whole box of cookies or anything like that. It's just my brain didn't always make the best choices. And the biggest thing for me, it would be like if I would have, a, I would have a sugar craving or snacking, those were the two biggest things for me would be snacking late night eating or, um, you know, sometimes just bad choices. And so when I first started taking Manjuro, it was the most shocking thing to me to finally have my brain work probably like everybody else's does. I couldn't mm. believe it was just, it was crazy on how it took my cravings away and it changed what I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve. I mean, I had no cravings for sweets like I used to. I didn't have cravings for, you know, bad foods. I didn't want, I didn't snack because I didn't need to. And it, it just was so weird to get that experience. Cause see, even when you have the gastric bypass, they didn't fix the other stuff. They put a bandaid on something, right. but with Manjuro, it literally, for me, I don't know what other people's experiences are like, and everybody has their own experience with it. But once again, though, it's a tool. <laughs> you can <laughs> eat through it. <laughs> yeah. You can eat through it. And I have, I mean, I've done times when I, you know, so what, what I would want to say, and the one point I want to make sure that I make while we're on is no diet works. I don't care what diet you think you're going to go on, what diet you think you're going to try, what drug you think you're going to do. The only thing that is going to work is consistency. That is yeah. the only thing that's going to keep you healthy because, you know, many, many, many times I would be a hundred pounds overweight and I would be like, okay, I got to get on a diet. And then I would be go on a quote diet, be super strict, you know, whether it was, you know, low carb diet or weight, what well, doesn't matter. I would be really strict on it. And then I would be so restrictive on myself after a couple of months, I'd be like, I can't do this. I'm miserable. Yeah. And then I would just go right back to how I was. And it was, you know, yo-yo dieting. So the biggest thing that I've learned, lost 62 pounds the last year, I could have lost probably a hundred pounds if I had just been super strict. But this time around, I've made the decision that this is not a diet. I'm not yeah. on a diet. I'm never going to go on a diet again. It is going to be my way of life. So yeah. Sometimes it's a holiday dinner and you have some food or drinks that you normally don't have. The biggest thing is going back on Monday or going back the next day, I guess I should say, and making sure that your life is consistent with it. I mean, I for me, that's what I have made the decision of. No one's going to spend the rest of their life without eating a piece of pizza. No one's going to spend the rest of their life without going and having something that they shouldn't. But I think it's it's going back. I you know I went on vacation and 
for that week, I knew that probably wasn't going to make my best decisions. But in the past, maybe I get back from vacation and it's like a week later and then two weeks later and I'm still not, I, you know, made the consistent choice to get right back on Monday, get right back on to, you know, the day we got back to, you know, make the healthy choices to make up for what I had done. And I think that yeah. anyone that's looking to lose weight, you cannot think you're going to go on a diet. You have to be willing to make the lifelong choice. If you don't want to make a lifelong choice of putting your health first, you're going to fail eventually because yeah. no diet works. It's all about changing your total life. But that doesn't mean that you have to be a health nut who, you know, goes to the gym seven days a week and, and who, you know, I think one time you told me to just start with one thing, you know, just start with one thing and it's not so overwhelming, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, and you can kind of add things as you go, but I think anyone that thinks they're going to go on a diet, they're, they're going to end up failing because diets don't work. You just have to be willing to, you know, change things for you. And, you know, my fiance and I, he's actually lost a bunch of weight during this process too. Um, we just don't keep anything in our house anymore that would be tempting. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's not that, I mean, I guess, cause I, when I'm on Manjuro, I don't even care to have it. Do you know what I'm saying? So we just don't have snacks in our house. You know, we don't have children. So, you know, all our children are, are raised. So we, we just don't have any, if I'm going to have a snack, it's going to be hummus and peppers or maybe some veggies and dip. If I'm, you know, maybe some yogurt or string cheese or something like that, but I'm not, we're not going to be reaching for chips or cookies and things like that. And empty calories that don't. And, and once again, went out with a girlfriend last night and I had a cup, two drinks and I had some of the chips that she had at the table, but I didn't sit down and eat a full fledged meal and then, you know, drink eight drinks and then get myself a pizza. You know, it's all about the moderation. And this morning I said, Oh, you went out last night. You had a few drinks, ate some chips. I got up and went to the gym because yeah. all about the payback, you know, making it pay back for what you're doing. Well, I think that this is the first time in my life that I'm doing the same thing. Like yeah. I went to a Christmas party. I yeah. ate one of everything. I had two pieces of the bread. Like, I'm doing all the things that a normal yeah. quote unquote, but, right. but then the next day it's like back on the saddle and it, yes. it's kind of like going on a shopping spree, but you can't shopping spree every day. Exactly. You can, you can eat spree, but then yes. you got to go back to watching your budget. So I guess well, like a really cool way of looking at it is like a very good way. Yes. You a have a budget way. of calories of, yes. you know, X amount of calories a week. How yes. are you going to budget those calories? You right. can, you can pay for them at the gym. You can pay right. for them by, you know, yeah. whatever. But at the end of the week, you need to stay within your budget, be it food or money or working out or whatever. A budget yes. is a budget. I think that's a really great kind of way. It is of a really good concept. It. It's a really, I think Weight Watchers tries to do that a lot with their point yeah. system. They, they mm -hmm. are a good place. And I would say that Weight Watchers is really good because they do try and have a, a, a lifestyle for you. And that's yeah. kind of what they do with their point system. So if anyone's yeah. ever been watcher, Weight Watchers, um, and I do think Weight Watchers is a good thing to join as long as you know this is a lifestyle thing, not just to go on Weight Watchers for three months because it's you're going to have to do whatever you decide to do. I mean, there's Noom, there's Weight Watchers, there's my, my mom's done fabulous. I mean, she looks amazing and she does the um, Mediterranean. They pretty much yeah. eat the Mediterranean diet. And, and yeah. so, but once again, it's a lifestyle. She'll have her pizza. She'll do her other things. But for the most part, they eat, you know, the Mediterranean diet. I would also say too, one thing that I've also changed is I used to never get on the scale. 
Mm. I would not get on the scale for, I'm talking months at a time. We're talking yeah. months. I would, I, I would just say, if you are someone who wants to have a consistent lifestyle with your weight, there's two things that for me helped me and changed is I weigh myself almost every day. I mean, sometimes really? almost every day, not because Good for you, because I, I, it gives me complete, like, I don't even let them weigh me at the doctor's office. Well, I weigh before I go. Because I am psychotic. Yeah. It, it puts yeah. me in the worst mood ever. Because I always think it's going to be less than it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And you're like, why? I I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I worked out twice a day for a week, I, I and know. I have eaten nothing. How in the hell did I gain a pound? I hate everybody. I know. Yeah. I know. But for me, I would go. You know, let's say I didn't weigh myself for six months, or longer sneaks up on you, you, you all of a sudden you you're 30 pounds heavier and you didn't yeah. realize it and the second thing that i used to do that i don't do now is i in the summer i wore dresses and in the winter i wore leggings so mm -hmm. you can fluctuate with your weight an awful lot so yeah. when i started losing weight last year i went back because i i was to a point where i was like couldn't fit into my jeans and all that kind of, i mean so right, so i right. had lost weight got back into jeans uh, was going to a party on Saturday and, you know, the, even the jeans that I'd already bought from losing weight were too big. So I had, that's when, you know, because you can't, jeans can't, don't, they lie. don't lie. Jeans they don't, don't lie. lie. Yeah. The worst thing that we could ever done to women is give them leggings. Like it's I like know. leggings and like relaxing, like uh, bralettes, like where you exactly. don't have that band around your chest to say, right. you can't fit in your bra anymore, lady. It's like, it's, oh shit. Exactly. And you know, like, the thing of it is like, I, I love that we're talking about this because it's honest because yeah. I think that we have gotten into such a, like that saying anything about gaining weight is sexist or saying anything about gaining weight yeah. is anti-body positivity. Right. And I think like a couple of the conversations that I've had over this series is there's a difference between body positive, meaning I love myself now right. and, right. and complete and utter lies. Like yeah. being a hundred pounds overweight isn't healthy. I don't care how body positive any of right. us are. Right. You're full of shit. It's not yeah. healthy to not yeah. be able to touch your toes and yeah. to have high cholesterol. Right. So, and it's uncomfortable. Like stop yeah. lying. We all right. know that it's not it's fun. Miserable. Right? I mean, it's I'm, I'm 60 pounds lighter now and you know, I've got probably another 80 to lose, but I would like to lose to be where I'd want to be. But just the 60 pound difference, huh. it, 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 they, I don't know if you ever heard the same, but they say it's hard to lose weight, but it's also hard being fat. Yeah. Neither yeah. one are easy. It's, it's, it's not hard. You're out of breath. Your clothes don't fit. You're exhausted. You're tired. You're miserable. But sometimes it just seems like such a long, hard road to yeah. go down and you're already tired and you're already, you know, feeling bad or whatever. So I think that, um, you know, now even with the 60 pounds, it's like, it, it, it's the hardest when you're starting because yeah. of where you're at, but eventually it will get easier. You just have to, like I said, you have to stick with it. You have to make it, you know, yourself important enough to care about yourself. And, as and that's women, what I've been yeah, I've been talking about that all week, all all yeah. all series is yeah. weight loss is actually a journey of self-love. Yeah. Weight loss is not a journey of shame and self-hatred and yeah. and all of the things. It is a matter right. of self-love to say, I love right. myself enough to drink this water. And yes. and the other thing too is like 
what we need to have a conversation about is the idea that when we do these 10 pound a year weight gains and at the end of 12 years, we've gained 120 pounds, exactly. right? And we don't, and yeah. we've legginged ourselves, we'd bralette ourselves, we've dressed yes. and moo mooed ourselves into right. like, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 like whatever. We rationalize it. We've all the right. weight gain people yeah. know how to rationalize weight gain, sure. right? Yeah. And so what we're talking about here is when we say jeans don't lie, a bra doesn't lie, the scale right. doesn't lie. We also have to understand that the reason we're talking about that is because the majority of the food that is sold is not food. And so Correct. if you are eating an American diet, Correct. it's not that you're a bad person or yeah. lazy or a piece of right. shit that you gain right. 10 pounds. It's right. that you were probably eating the American diet, which yeah. your body cannot process. Your body has no idea what to do with, right. you know, chicken McNuggets, that's peak slime. And yeah. so you just put on that 10 pounds. You're not a bad person. You're just partaking in the American way. And your right. jeans that you put on and the bra strap that snaps says, Hey lady, yeah. go back to chicken and broccoli and <laughs> water because yeah. you've been partaking in pina coladas and right. IPA beers and yeah. chips that are not real food. And, exactly. and it's okay but we need to check your ass on that. Because, right. Exactly. You know, it, it's all fun and games until you have 120 pounds to lose versus eight. Exactly. And that's why I weigh myself now all the time because, you know, this weekend, you know, and, and especially the month of December, you know, so many parties, so many holidays, so many yeah. things you're doing. And if yeah. I didn't check myself on Monday, I would lie yeah. to myself and say, Oh, I, I was fine. I did fine. And I, I would just wait till January, right? I'm, now it's January. And the two pounds I put on one weekend that I didn't check myself with turned into 10 or 15 pounds for the month of December. So and here it's we about, go again. And here we go again. And then you're feeling bad. Also, here's the other thing I want to say too, is people think when you literally diagnose yourself as who you are, they think that you're putting yourself down. And it drives me crazy mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'm not, I know who I am. I'm probably one of the most confident people that, you know, I'm very confident yeah. in who I am as a person. I'm like you said, I know who I am as a person. I know my value. I know my worth, but I also know that just like I have blonde hair, I'm fat or obese is what the medical term would be, you know, and people would go to the doctor's office. They would realize you think that everyone's you know, normal weight and someone that's literally 10 pounds over the weight, they're like overweight, overweight for literally someone that looks normal. So, you know, but medically I'm obese and I'll say that. And people get so uncomfortable. Don't say that about yourself. Well, well I, I've given you shit about it because I'm yeah. like, don't label yourself because energetically, I don't want you to be fat. I want you to like right. energetically. No, I have to face not. That back so I know it so that I can, if you said, like you said, you lie to yourself. Yeah. about who you are, you're not going to face it. So it's yeah. not me being um, negative to myself. It's me being realistic of where I am and where I want to be and where I'm going. It's it's now maybe some people for them, it would be putting down maybe for a different person who's not me, that would be putting themselves down or that would be something like if their negative. parents had called them fat, like you're a fat right. ass, you're a fat ass yeah. your whole life. And then you right. 
you continue right. that scenario in the I way you talk about yourself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I say it, I'm just saying it as a fact of what I am. I have blonde hair, you know, I'm 5'8", you know, I've got hazel eyes and I'm obese. And that's, yeah. and that's okay. But yeah. that's okay. It's about where am I going? Where am I aspiring to be? You know, it's just like anything else. I mean, people don't want to say that, you know, oh, don't, don't say you're poor. Well, you are right now, but that doesn't mean that one day you can't have wealth, whether it's wealth in your health or wealth in your pocket or wealth in your finances. But I think sometimes we have to face where we're at to know where we're going and where we want yeah. to be. And well, I think one of the conversations that you have, you and I had, because I mean, we have been friends for 30 plus years, Yeah. Yes. right? Yeah. Um, that's a long time. And not long like, time. not yeah. like I know her, like, yeah friends you know what yes. i mean and I mean, you've seen me from you know high school when we when we were fat when you were a size 12 well, in high school we could 12. only be as fat as we used to be <laughs> right it's like I sweet told, jesus I told, my, I told my you know daughter that now or anyone you know younger i'm like one day one you'll day. wish you were this fat <laughs> yes. enjoy that body enjoy that waistline exactly uh, but and 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 hold on to it you know what i mean like yeah, with these exactly. young girls it's like Dude, do not gain weight. I know that sounds horrible, but do your yeah. damnedest to like keep the bank account of weight in check, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, you got to pay the piper one way or the other. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like one of the things that I think you and I talked about, and it was really in passing, um, is I said to you, there's not a lot of morbidly obese 70 and 80 year olds. Yes. And yes, I remember you, yes. you telling me that that really hit you. Hard. Well, what really hit me hard was when my grandson was born. That's so this is when I, I really, um, you know, he was, he's 15 months now. So it's been a little over a year. So, you know, it took me a month or two to actually get going. Cause I, I started my weight loss journey in November of last year. Um, I shouldn't really just say like my, my, more of my health journey, but yeah. in November of last year. So he was born. It took me a few months to get on the wagon and get what I needed to do. But when he was born, it really opened my eyes to, I don't want to not be there. Like, it'll be the saddest thing for me to not get to watch my daughter raise her son. I don't yeah. want to be there, not to be there at his high school graduation, his wedding. And I also don't want to be the grandma who can't have fun, who can't take him to Cedar Point and the zoo and, and all that kind of stuff. So it really did spark something in me that you know, as you stated, you don't see a lot of people who are a hundred pounds overweight in their seventies and eighties. And so I started thinking, you got to do this now because it's not going to get any easier. You know, you're, you're going through menopause. This is not going to get easier next year. So just, just do it and give yourself the grace of, like I said, though, you don't, you're not bad because you went and had a party and you did had some drinks or you, or you had some food or whatever. It's all about, like you said, you took it out of that bank account. Now find a way to put it back in. So yeah. whether you eat less the next week or you go to the gym more or whatever it is, you know, just, you know, for me, I'm thinking about doing so sober January, like everybody does, you know, just doing a month of it just because to cleanse and to help with, you know, cause that's when, when one of the hardest things for me has been with the weight loss is not so much as been the food is that you know, drinking is is empty calories yeah, just, and, yeah. and it's hard 
you know, when you, the atmosphere that you're in of everybody who drinks, it's a hard thing to, you know, if you're already working on not doing food and then you're also working on that, it's a lot, you know, to fluctuate with. Um, but I thought mm, January would be a perfect time because there's nothing, you know, so I've been thinking about doing sober January. And for me, sober January would be more to get myself in check healthy, to get that weight loss back off that maybe I might gain over the holidays. Knock on wood, I've actually lost, but, you know, got to keep, keep on track. <laughs> well, you know, the thing, like, I went to a huge party on Saturday. I'm pretty sure I was the only sober person there. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, <laughs> which, which I'm, it, it's actually amazing how much easier it's getting. Like, it didn't, it wasn't even on my radar to drink. So it's getting yeah. much easier as I moved in, move into the six month um, of not drinking. But yeah. um, I look at it like, I'm eating all of the selections that are offered, but how cool it is that I didn't add on top of that food. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, so yep. it was like, I didn't yep. also add in another seven, 800 right. calories of wine, right. Right. Um, which when you're doing that and you're watching everyone, you know, pouring the wine, I'm yeah. not judging. I'm just no, like, no. wow, I would have really probably drank another 1200 calories of, of wine on right. top of that. Yeah. And then, you know, instead I wake up, I go for a walk, I do whatever. Cause I'm not right. hungover. Like, so it's yeah. incrementally um, more difficult. And what's funny is there are a lot of people that are on these um, semi-glutide um, shots and whatnot yes. that are quitting drinking yeah. from them, that it's, that it's cutting down that, that noise in their head for um, yeah. alcohol as well. So that's kind yeah. of cool. Yeah, but I've um, never had noise in my head for alcohol. Let's luckily for me. Mm -hmm. I've never been one that I don't ever really have out. I mean, alcohol and for me in my house, I mean, for me personally, yeah. I don't Maybe really, it's more like the social, the social. It's definitely social. Yeah. It's definitely social for me. It's definitely a social thing. If I go out, you know, I'll have a drink if I go out, but I can go out and not have a drink too, especially if I'm with people who aren't drinking. It's not a problem to me to go to a coffee shop as easy as it is to go anywhere else. Yeah. So drinking's just never been an issue for me. It is definitely more of a social thing. What I did this last year, um, because, you know, people don't know we have a camper and we hang around a, a campground and everyone there drinks at this campground. And, um, you know, every year during camping season, I get done with camping season. I put on like 20 pounds and a lot of it's the food and also the drinking. So this last year, what I did is I made myself some mocktails. I still would have, you know, what I usually did is I'd say, okay, in the past we would drink Friday night, Saturday night and fun day, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this year, I mean, I did a couple of dry weekends where I just said, I'm just going to, cause I had, you know, my weight would fluctuate. And like I said, I get on that scale and I'd be like, mm -mm. so I'm just can't lie. Can't lie yeah. to the scale. Yeah. Can't lie to the scale. I, I can't drink this weekend. So I did a couple of sober weekends or what I just did is I just moderated it. I just had mocktails. So, you know, I used to have, let's say 12 and I know people are like, what, but 12 white claws in a day is nothing. If you're starting nothing. at noon. Yep. You're having one a day to go to, you know, so I yep. would go from 12 to maybe I wouldn't drink at all during the day. And maybe in the evening I'd have three, you know, throughout yep. the entire evening. So it's a big difference when you're doing 1200 calories versus that 300 that you've allotted for you to do. And then I would just have mocktails with it, you know, and so it, it's, it's all about what works for you, you know, and yep. I also would do maybe just one of the nights rather than all three, you know, yeah. I, I think, think like, like when I'm listening to you talk, it's about it's about shining light on your spending, 
your weight, yes. your, your calorie yes. spending habits. 100%. Like yes. where do I want to end up at the end of this weekend? Right. Who do I want to be at the end of this weekend? Where right. do I want to allot those calories? Yes. I really want chips and salsa. So I'm going to pull back over there. Right. Yes. I want to get like shit face. So I'm going to have salad instead. Like yep. it's, you know, it's, what do you want it's your base down at the end I mean, of three days to look like? And so 100%. I mean, from what you're talking about, you know, it's really about, and, and I talked about this in the episodes is like reptilian one at all. Like I want all the things, right. That's the yes. reptilian brain. Um, yeah. And then like doctor and I were talking last week and she's like, but there are a lot of um, hormone disruptors that go into your brain, not understanding what you're eating and not understanding, which goes back to the, you know, the Manjaro that you're talking about yeah. kind of helps yeah. with that. It but, um, really but like really tapping into that higher brain and going, I want more for the end of this weekend. I want more for Monday morning's weigh in. Yeah. Then all the chips and salsa and all right. maybe I'll have a burger, but not the fries and not the bun right, and exactly. whatever. It's about really like checking in, like, what do I want at the end of the day? And for you, the biggest picture for you is I want to be here. I want to, yes. I want to be alive. I, mean, I want to be alive for my grandson yes. and my daughter and my son right. and, yeah. you know, all of that. I and so feel better too. I mean, while I'm here, yeah. I don't want to just be miserable. Uh, you know, over Thanksgiving, you know, we had our kids up and everything and we go to a Mexican restaurant and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have some chips and salsa. Um, but every person at the table, every adult at the table got an alcoholic drink. And I was like, I'm not getting an alcoholic drink. That margarita has got Millions so many calories <laughs> in it. I'm yeah. like, it's just not worth the calories to me. So I didn't have, I just, you know, so I had my chips and salsa and I had what I, you know, a healthier option, still Mexican, but right. what I wanted though, what I was craving, which was actually, you know, like vegetables and rice. And it wasn't like I was even, you know, but I thought I could have fajitas, but this is going to taste just as good to me. And so I, right. I ended up enjoying myself. And by the end of the night though, here I am probably eating 800 calories less between not having the drinks and not making that decision. Like I said, yeah. it's all about constantly being aware. I mean, being of present. what you're, yeah, being present and making choices. I mean, it's so easy to go through life and not pay attention. You know, you're at the office and someone offers you a donut. So you have a donut and then you didn't feel like making lunch. So you stop by and you get something for lunch. Then you come home and you're tired. So you make, you know, not the best meal. Just you throw a pizza in the oven or whatever it could be. So right. all that can turn out to be a 3000 calorie day. And you weren't even really doing anything. You just weren't paying attention. And or in two days, that's a one pound gain. Exactly. Like two days of that is one pound gain. Literally. Exactly. It's about having attention in your eating. You know, doesn't, no one says you can't have the cookie or can't have the ice cream or can't have the pizza, but it has to be intentional eating. I yeah. am going to have pizza, but maybe I'm not going to have meat pizza. I'm going to have vegetable pizza. Right. And instead of eating three pieces, I'm going to eat two pieces and I'm not going to have anything else with it, like chips, you know. So it's yeah. all about being intentional on what you want to do. Or a lot of times what I do, I know I'm going to go out on a Friday night. Weight Watchers has a great soup they make that has like mm -hmm. no calories to it. Yep. I'll just zero point soup. soup. Yep. Eat the zero point soup and then I can go out to dinner. Like I said, it's all about being intentional. Yeah. And that yeah. I think. If, if, if anyone could take anything away from what they could do to feel better as a, as a woman, it's about being healthier for ourselves. It's about being intentional in what we eat and intentional about how we live. 
stepping on that scale, wearing the jeans, being acknowledging what we're doing. And, you know, and, and everybody does it. And, you know, with food, they do it with their bills. They do it with their finances. We have to be intentional on what we're doing. And then we can have the success, whether it's financially or with our weight. Yeah. And you're in the financial like kind of sector as far as your work. So I know that you probably watch people be oblivious, oblivious. with their, with their money. And you're like, how yes. could you be so distracted? How you could you not know how much money on it someday? Yeah. You how could you be so out of touch with what you have and have spent? You would be amazed. Amazed. But it's like, fine, that's fine. what, that's what people do is they disassociate. And I think that what you're saying in this last comment about being present and being intentional is we are checking out into food, into booze, into shopping, into spending. We're disassociating yes. and not being yes. present. We're, we're checking out of our painful life into yes. alcohol, into yes. whatever to distract ourselves from the painful relationship or the painful right. past or the painful exactly. whatever it is for that quick yeah. fix of chips yeah. and salsa, that quick fix of a glass of wine Right. And it's like, bro, you're going to wake up on Monday morning with a spending hangover, an alcohol hangover, a food exactly. hangover, yep. because you can only check out for so long. And the reality hits you back. And, and the reality and hits the you back. The thing about it, too, is if you check out, eventually you got to check back in. And if you spent the credit card, whether it's financially, you went shopping and you spent the credit card with the money you didn't have, or if it's with your weight and you went out and did that. Either way, the scale is going to tell you or your bank account is going to tell you and you're going to have to eventually face it. And if, face gonna, it. if you don't, if the longer you don't face it, the worse it's going to be. Instead yeah. of having 10 pounds to lose, you're going to have 50 pounds to lose. Instead of a credit card that you, you know, had zero balance on, it can be maxed out. So yeah, I think in, in general in life, we just need to be more present in our lives, more present. Can't on yeah. We can't escape. We can't escape bad marriages. We, want to. we can't <laughs> escape you know, shitty, whatever trauma, we have to own our shit. We have to, we have to fix yeah. our shit, you know? And I think that at our age, you know, we're, we're finally at 50 and I'm loving my fifties. I don't know about yeah. you, yeah. but I feel like more empowered, more like yes. in control, but not the negative type of control, just right. like more aware of myself. Yes. Um, it's like, it's time. Like we can't hide from it. Like when you're in your twenties, you can like smoke 32 packs of cigarettes, eat three pepperoni exactly. pizzas and it doesn't come to haunt. But I everything know. comes to kind of haunt in it your fifties. But yes. I think maybe that's why your fifties are so great. It's because, it, you know, it's time. It's time to like be present and to pay the piper. It's time to get real with your shit. And yeah. I so appreciate you being here today and sharing your journey. You. And I know that this is not an easy topic. Just like half the shit I talk about every week. Trust <laughs> me, I I throw myself under the bus on here all the time. <laughs> it's not it's not fun. Well, like, it's not like, fun. You know, and and I think though that weight loss is something. There's, I would probably bet to say that ninety percent of the women, women, not men. I don't really know the men statistics, but I would say ninety percent of the women have at one point in their life been on a diet, even if it was going to be for their wedding. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They've all we've all been on a diet. We've all you know can acknowledge that we're trying to you know get our best life. But as we've spoken before, I think we just need to. Throw the dieting out the window and be more about who we are healthy, 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 healthy for our eating, our drinking, our spending, because all of that just causes extra stress in the long run. 
And if you're intentional in your life, you're going to just have a much happier life. Much happier life. Well, I so appreciate you being here today. I know you got to get back to work. You stole I do. My for a little bit. Just, I'm like, <laughs> ignore. I'll get to you later. Ignore. <laughs> I love it. But thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate this is not an easy subject as with any of this shit that we're hiding in our life or trying yes. to distract ourselves. Like none of this stuff is easy. So I appreciate you um, sharing so your journey. It, it's been great having you on. We have to do another couple of these. I know Nick, Nikki's really, uh, Nicole is, yeah, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> only my best she, longest friends do. <laughs> I know. Right. She's like, I want to start a podcast. I'm like, you would be so good at it. So like, you see, this is not this complicated. You, you two can do this. <laughs> it's it's um, just the setup in the beginning. Other than that, I'm good. <laughs> other than that, it's easy. Well, I'm going to play us out, but don't let, don't hang up Nicole until I want to touch base with you before we sign off. But thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Meredith with a Y. I will see you guys here next week. So stay healthy, stay happy, and stay present. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y. For behind the scene footage and outtakes, please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.